Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you're not of age and have questions about sex, gender, and relationships, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome to Dear Guesty, the podca- podcast spinoff of Dear Jazzy, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I'm your host, Fawny, and while Jazzy's managing a spine injury, I've asked some good friends to fill in. Today, we're featuring one of my best friends, Kimmy. Kimmy, please talk about yourself. I made the best friends list. Yes. I didn't. God, I didn't made know out with you multiple times. List. Oh. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, I'm Kimmy. I, uh, I am a frequent pest on the usual bet. I'm on the cover art now! Did you see that? I did see that! That means I can interrupt them whenever I want. But you can actually find them at starling.gay. Yeah, it's really good. Uh... And I used to post on social media and post pictures and write books. But uh, this year's been really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, today was my first tweet since, like, September. And all I said was, I miss making content. Yeah. But you still have been doing stuff behind the scenes. You've been doing a lot behind the scenes. Like, your personal life? Oh. Full. That, that's true. I've been very yeah. busy. Mm-hmm. And you're uh-huh. also still running some really awesome... Um, online services can i tell people about your website yes please do okay i'm gonna tell the people about legitfic.com l-e-g-i-t-f-i-c.com uh a website where you can go read steamy spicy stories a lot of them have uh adult baby and diaper lover content um and it's the only site that i know of where you can read a story and use the wand mode (laughs) <laughs> that does an auto scroll for you, and it's and it's um, yeah. an adjustable auto scroll, isn't it? It is. It's got uh, five speeds, just like any good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which makes it invaluable to people like me. Well, I mean, if you're reading with one hand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, can you please like tell me the nitty gritty of legit pick? Well. So, um, how in-depth do you want to get? Uh, what gave you the idea to start Legitfic? Um, how much did it take to set it up? Um, how much do you currently host on there? Uh, what are you looking for to expand it, perhaps? Those are great questions. Okay, let's start from the top. Why did I make it? Yeah. Well, um... Writing stories is actually how I got into the community. Like, I was a a lurker, a consumer, like most ABDLs. And there's nothing wrong with that. Please don't think that I'm judging anybody. Like, it takes a lot of time and energy to create. And if everyone was a creator, then no one would be looking at the things that we create because they wouldn't have time. So Mm -hmm. I had a story to tell because at the time... Um, the trend in ABDL fiction was 
like grr grr mean mean humiliation degradation shame mm-hmm. and i don't like shame i'm allergic to it i break out in a rash uh and so i wrote a love story and my first my first novel was a love story and then my second novel was a love story oh and then my third novel it was a love story Mm-hmm. And then my fourth novel, that was also a love story. And I just finished my fifth novel. And guess what? It's a story about love, but it's not a love story. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but no, I am like beaming right now as you are talking about the books that you made being love stories, because that is just quintessentially you. You are just every inch of you is full of love. Aww. And it really comes Thanks. out in the way that you talk to people and the way that you write about the world. Um, you're gonna make me cry. Oh, that's not the goal. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me let me tell people about your books. You can buy Kimmy's books. And well, if just one right to... now. I've only got one up on Amazon. That's true. And you're about to have a second one. No. Hopefully, I've got to make and... the time to edit and format. Yeah, and I've seen physical copies. Yeah, I've got a whole box of them right now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting my hands on a signed copy. Um, yeah, of course. I'd be delighted okay. to sign a copy if for you. If someone were to go to Amazon and put their hands on the keyboard, what would they what what, what keys would they have to accidentally touch on um, the right order to reach your book? I'm pretty sure you can just search Kimmy AUDL. Let's find out. I might have put it under Kimberly. See what happens. I know if you Google Kimmy ABDL, like, that's me. Mm-hmm. But no, if you do that on Amazon, it's not. So this is probably, let's see. Uh, Breaking the Girl is probably the easiest one. Breaking the Girl ABDL. Yeah, there's me. On Google, Breaking the Girl Kimmy ABDL. ABDL. And book as a separate word. And the second thing that came up was Breaking the Girl. So you've got oh, that SEO um, covered. Well, accidentally, like I haven't done any optimization at all because I don't care. Um, I actually don't make any money on those books. I sell it at like 30 cents over cost or something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to make money off of my art. Um, that's why I've always given all of my books away for free, mm-hmm. um, because I am privileged enough to be able to do so. That's true. I think you do the kind of the same thing as I do, where you have your day job, which supports uh-huh. your your heart hobbies. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Ideally, legitfic will never run ads, uh, or and it will. Um, I'll never have to like ask for donations to pay server costs or anything like that. Like, I am currently paying for it out of pocket, um, and. Guess how much? Guess how much uh, I pay per month to host Legit Fix, so everybody can read it for free. Uh, unfortunately, I have no idea what the average of website hosting costs, but I would say anywhere between oh god, a wild guess between five and ten dollars American. That's a pretty good guess. I'm paying twenty five. Oh, <laughs> I was labeling it. Oh no, that's okay. okay. Twenty five bucks a month to yeah. Well, I know, and like, uh, Daily Diapers has to raise, like, 350 a month. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, your afloat. costs depend on on traffic, right? Depends on how much uh, you can yeah, host. Yeah, yes and time. no. Like my my site's pretty optimized, so it should scale no matter what without burning too much CPU time. Anyway, that's all. That's okay. technical. Let's let's go back to answer your previous question. Why did I make the site? Yes. Why did you make the site? Because because story sites kind of died. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, like that, okay, back in the day, that's where we, we used have? to hang out. Yeah, we had uh, daily diapers, mm -hmm. which is still going. They're still going strong. We had the ABDL story forum, um, but this was Fox all before Tales Discord Times was very was prevalent. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, Foxtail Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna show my my silliness here by mentioning a site i have no idea what the what the origin of the site was i don't know what else was hosted on this site i don't know if anyone else knows about it but it was called ziddy.biz and that's where i would read a lot of no. these really not great um abdl fiction <laughs> uh stories that i'm sure were scraped from some other website and it had forums that i would never um never go visit because, like, I'm pretty sure everyone else there was, like, in their 40s and I was freshly 18, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you were 18 because you never went to a porn site underage. No, of course not. No. My no, aunt physically could Ever. not click the enter button mm -mm. until I was, nope, it was magically illegal. turned 18. Yeah. That's right. I didn't want the thought police at but the all of the, uh, all of the sites kind of died when Patreon became a thing. Like... Mm -hmm. Any writer who wanted to devote real time to it started a Patreon, which meant they stopped giving their stories out for free, for the most part. Like, some writers continued to give it out for free as well as running Patreon. Uh, some would, like, always be some number of weeks or months behind, but still post everything eventually. Other people would only post, like, three chapters and say, if you want to read the rest, the good stuff is over here. Um... They've but gotten me like that a couple times. Our communities became, huh? <laughs> They've gotten me what? with doing that a couple of times. <laughs> Give me a little preview um, and then. It, it's, it's hook, line, and sink her. <laughs> uh -huh. But our communities fragmented. Like, we mm. all split into, rather than one ABDL fandom, which we're not a great big community to begin with. Uh, it split off into, well, Jazzy's got her fans, and Sophie and Putty have their fans, and uh, 34 Cuker has his fans, and, like, everybody ends up hanging out in Discords and hanging out in Patreons, and now there's no central repository. Now there's not, well, I'm going to go to Daily Diapers, and I'm going to read the latest stories, because nobody posts there anymore. True. So okay, question all for of the you, story Kimmy. sites died. Huh? Yeah, question for you. So have you, you've yeah. obviously heard of Archive of Our Own, the fanfiction site? Yes. Yes. How much of a role do you think Archive of Our Own played in um, seeing the death of the, the classic story site? I, I wouldn't say any. I, no? I place the blame solely on Patreon. I really do. Okay. Um, Archive of Our okay. Own, like, the, is, I, is there even a lot of ABDL fiction there? There's like 300 and some pages last I saw. 
Like, there was another one. It was an archive of our Literotica. Mm, um, I'm not familiar with Literotica. But, no. Um, I sincerely believe it's just the way that Patreon caused everybody to, like, move into the individual fandoms. So now they're experiencing the creator that they know they like, and they're not necessarily seeing the other creators. Also, nobody reads on the laptop anymore, on the desktop. Like, that's not a thing. Everybody reads on their phone. Mm, That's, yeah, I can vouch for that. And, and I don't know if you tried to look at any of those sites on your phone. They suck. They suck. So to answer your question from like 10 minutes ago, uh, I did it because I wanted a site that worked well on mobile. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a fair reason to want to make something. You saw a niche and you filled it. <laughs> yep. Um, you yeah. know me, I'm all about filling things. So true. You fill my heart. So you asked two or three other questions in there? I and sure I don't did. Them. Um, okay, why did you make the site? Um, uh-huh. I think what is the current scope of the site? Like what is how much is on there? Was one of the oh, other ones? Uh there's only I I want to say it's less than 500. Less than 500 stories. Um it's still relatively new. Uh it hasn't hit like we've got 10 writers that are very devoted to using it Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe a a handful of others that use it occasionally, but it hasn't hit that point where it's the place to go. And that's fine. Uh, I think it'll get there eventually, but I don't know if you noticed right now, the comments suck. The comment system sucks. Uh, Mm. The notification system sucks. And I've got a lot of work to do in those. Um, mm-hmm. which is why I haven't posted my next book on there yet, because I want to fix the comment system first, because I want comments! <laughs> I support that! Yeah, you deserve a lot of comments for your newest book. Like, oh, it gripped me. Gripped me real tight, and I just had to see it through to the end as, as quick as possible. I, I had to know. Um, but, okay, there was you another... You read it another... incredibly fast. A quick reader. <laughs> You're a very quick reader. Um, but secondary question uh, about Legitfic, uh, based on that, yeah. uh, where do you, like you're going to be posting your story on there? But where else do you want Legitfic to go? Like, what other things do you, do you want for Legitfic? So right now it's in the ABD, ABDL niche because that's where I write. That's where most of my friends write. But I don't want to see it limited to that. I want to see it get all kinds of smut on there. Mm-hmm. Like one of the re- I kind of stopped reading ABDL fiction. I kind of only been reading monster fucker fiction. Uh, and, you know, so I'd like to see some of that on there. And there's no reason you can't have both. You can have your peanut butter and your chocolate. It's fine. But I want to see the site continue to grow and expand. I want it to be a place where writers can go to post their stories, drive people to their Patreons, not Patreon anymore. They decided to burn us all to the ground. Uh, Their Subscribestar or their JFF or whatever their platform is, Coffee, 
um, mm-hmm. so that they can monetize their content, so that they can get paid. Like, if people, like, threw a dollar at a writer when they finished a story, like, even if they only get 20 bucks for it, like, that's more than they would have gotten before. So I want to make it, like, super easy to tip the writer for them to get content to their monetization platform and um, for people to know that Legitfic is where you can go to get good stories by writers who are there, not only because they love it, but because they want to make a little bit of money off of it without, you know, needing to necessarily hunt down every single subscribe star like patreon's like still the default like in my vernacular right i just want to say you go to their patreon now fuck patreon right and i feel like patreon was like the first of its kind so it became the kleenex of facial tissues you know yeah kleenex indeed yeah man i just want to fucking blow my nose into patreon right now um Um, but I think, no, your, your mission, um, it's one of those things where, you know, someone says, oh, someone should make this. And you were the person doing it. Like you were like, yep. Yeah, I could do that. You're not just going to look at the modern art and be like, ugh, anyone could do that. You're going to look at the modern art and be like, I also wish to tape a banana to the wall. You know? It's true. It's true. You know, they yeah. have to swap those bananas out on a regular basis. <laughs> Do they? For real? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. They have a <laughs> banana squad that replaces the banana. Uh, but the That's art incredible. is in its decay. That. You know, now I, I kind of respect that a little more knowing that there's more context. It does remind me of, you know, um, the, the dilemma of only knowing how valuable a piece of art is worth after you read the context about it. Um, like there was this this thing that I saw at the art gallery a long time ago. I don't know if it's a story that I've told on Dear Jazzy before, but it is a piece of art that lives in my brain rent free. And I think you're going to enjoy this. Imagine, if you will, a white disc ish shape with a lump in the middle. Okay. And it is a weird lump where if it was on your body somewhere as a small mole, you would kind of wonder if it was cancerous because it's very uneven. Um, but this white lump about the size of a dinner plate, um, just looks nondescript. It's like, oh, that's a shape. It sure is. But then you read the description of this piece and they tell you there is a sea creature inside. There is a, um, shellfish of some sort. I don't remember if it was a lobster or a crayfish. Um, but there was something inside that was just covered in so many layers of gesso that it became this white shape. And that is the art. I, I hope it was dead first. Me too. I'm sure it was a super, like a grocery store lobster. <laughs> but yeah. No, I, the dilemma is how sorry. much something is worth when. <laughs> no, <it's... laughs> that is an important question. Um, we don't support animal abuse here, and I would say... No. Um, Even crustaceans? Covering a crustacean in gesso alive. No. Not cool. Not kosher. So, if So, what's a crustacean furry called? Because, like, you can't, like, call them Shelly. That's just a person's name. No. And they wouldn't be Shelly's. There's only one Shelly. Um... 
Oh, excellent question. This is also related to the game that I'm going to play with you later. Uh, <laughs> crustacean furry. Like, you don't want to call them crusties. That's no good either. <laughs> I don't know if that's such a bad one. Um, crusties is, is all right with me. I can't really think of anything else. Ew, that's really gross. Furry. Come on, crusties. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, scalies are a thing. I don't like the word scaly. Like, scalies themselves, fine. There's just something about the shape of the word that just doesn't do it for me. Well, I mean, like, then you've got, like, slimies, right? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Hmm. What do crustaceans do? Um, they crustate. They crustate. And not all of them have claws. <laughs> so you can't call them snappies. No, because that's um the thing on your onesie anyway. <laughs> that's so true. Um, <laughs> now that I'm going to be stuck on that. I'm going to have to come back around to that. <laughs> See, now, if and this were usual bet, that's what they could make the bet up for this week. They'd each, they'd each say, no, it's crusties. No, it's clawies. And then the populace would bet and then Chloe would lose and end up in diapers. Aw, yeah. Chloe is a really good baby sister, though. Gotta say. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have faith. Mm -hmm. And I just got a message from Jazzy to add a couple of people to the um, Patreon and Subscribestar list. So if you don't mind, I'm going to take a quick second to read that out. Good! Uh, okay, Patreon and Subscribestar list. Uh, in the $1 tier, we have Amy, Danielle, Doodle, Drake, Kitty, Lupin, Lux, Manic, Pixie, Panda, Riley, and Philly. In the $5 tier, we've got Annie, Raya, Bunny Girl, Izzy, Cassa, Ch uh, Chels, Alexi, Ethan, Hoff, Bondage, Pelo D, Red, Remy, Ryan... Uh, Schindler, Starling Family, Stitchlet, uh, Streeth, Toybox, and Tyranid Twinkie. In the $10 tier, we've got Aurelia, Darbinator, Juicebox, Mayachu, Meerkat, Neocryptid, Var, Epiren, and Metal Shell. And in the $20 tier, we've got Daddy Gray, Joe, Catpuff, Let's Call Me Joe, uh, Little Pup Trucks, and Maple. Oh, your boyfriend is in there. Of course he is. He's been like one of your top patrons for like ages and ages. Uh, yeah, that's true. And gosh, I just love him for everything that he's done. I love him for who he is. He's so wonderful. Yeah. I'm so excited to I see love him that again. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Sorry, was that a, a sneeze? No, that was me saying yeah. Oh, <laughs> said, sorry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I. My Discord has been cutting out a little bit. Like, it's been sound gating a little bit too hard on something. So I'm going to be. Trying to get from contact context clues a couple of times here, I think. But uh, if I mess up, it's it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I've heard that one before. No, <laughs> no, not like that. For real this time. <laughs> I don't want to be your red flag. What about your beige flags? What's your beige flag, oh. Fawny? Like the thing that I'm unsure if it's a good thing or not in a partner no it's the thing that the, the it's the thing that if your partner learned about you before you were serious they would think you were boring <gasps> oh that's terrible um i like to eat oatmeal every day that's my beige flag 
That's a beige flag. Every day? Every day. It's it's a perfect, easy breakfast. How much ends up in your diaper? Absolutely none. I don't wear diapers regularly. You just, you just dump, dump it down the back when you're done. No? When I'm done, I, I eat it. Like you <laughs> eat, eat some. Like you always make too much. Nobody eats all their oatmeal. It's called quick oats. I figured out the way <laughs> to make it work all the time. Well, I'm impressed. That's, Thank that's you. very that's very adult of you. What's your <laughs> flavor? <laughs> um, brown sugar. No maple. You're Canadian. Is that legal? There's so much maple in everything else. Like, it's, I don't know. How many American flag pieces of clothing do you wear in a day? Uh, zero, because I'm not a patriot. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and I don't know if I really like maple as much as I'm supposed to. But, uh, okay, that's enough about my beige flag. Kimmy, tell me about your beige flag. <sighs> okay, what's You've got my one. beige flag? I know flag. you do. Oh, oh, you know what my beige flag is? You're a no, complex person. I know that you have one just on the basis of you being a complex, wonderful, lovely f person. Uh, let's see. Uh, that one's not true anymore. I was going to say my closet is sorted by color, but that's not oh, true right. anymore. And I don't even think that's boring. Like having oatmeal every fucking day for breakfast. That's boring. <laughs> that is a beige that is flag. Boring shit. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, I fall asleep to videos of the same streamer every single night. And I have <gasps> for the last five years. Yeah, that's fairly beige. That is a good yeah. beige flag. Absolutely nothing wrong with it, that. And I can't even shame you for it. it. It's no oatmeal. <laughs> so you come back and fucking shame me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never wear shoes. Is that is that a beige? That's pretty weird, though. No, I don't know if that's beige. Like, what would be the weird flag color? Um, I don't know. I think weird is a green flag, so... It's true. That's true. <laughs> quirky. I, I am. I am quirky. Because I'm not rich enough to be eccentric. <laughs> that's... Yeah. I hate that that's true. Um, but you know how you can save a little bit of money? And here's where I plug a little sponsored moment. How can I save some money, Fawny? Well, let me tell you about AV Universe and how you can save $10 or 10% off of your order of $50 plus with the code DEARJAZZY2410. That's 10% off an order where you spend a little more than $50 with the code DEARJAZZY2410. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Jazzy's got the hookups. She sure does. And I'm really happy that she just makes sure that we always have access to that code and that ABU just does, does that in the first place. Um, yeah. Did you I see like the ABU. Tiny Tails? Yes! 
So I did. They those are the ones they de debuted at MFF, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the animals. Uh, animal anthros put on the diapers. Mm-hmm. I didn't um, like the peekaboos for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did kind of impress me with just like the spread of colors on them. Oh yeah. No. Agreed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And how their ABU is just like really taking this positional printing thing and fucking running with it, making some of the best diapers I've seen on the market. And I love the sizing numbers that's on yes? it. That's so babyish. Yes, oh gosh. my god. And then they avoided the fucking Tykeables mistake of making... Do you, do you know the ones I'm talking about? The cabooses? I am not familiar. You're going to have to spill the Okay, tea so me, the please. small... The, the, each, each, um, each size has a different animal on it. Mm -hmm. The medium has a koala. And then what animal... What animal would you pick to represent the large? And then what animal would you definitely not pick to represent the large? Did they put a fucking elephant on the large? They put a fucking elephant on the large. God damn it. Like, so fucking tone deaf. Sit. I'm just gonna sit and be mad about that for a second. Uh, I, now, don't get me wrong. I love them. I love the <laughs> unicorns. Like, they're one of my favorites. I love that they operate a storefront. I love that they participate in the community. I love how positive they are. They, uh, it was Tykables who wanted to print up flyers for my lost Pikachu at oh, uh, yeah. Cap that year when yeah, I was wandering I around crying. Yeah. Um, but damn it, don't put an elephant as your medium size mascot or your large size mascot. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um how to how to how to alienate your community in one step. <laughs> like, it made me them. feel bad. Yeah. Like it made I, I'm I don't wear the large, but then like I feel kind of bad wearing the koala ones because it's like, oh hey, look at what I've got. And yeah. not, like, it doesn't matter what weight I am, I will always have a large ass. Um, and I would hate to just, like, be stuck with the elephants. Like, elephants are pretty cute, but give me something else, at least. Contextual. Contextual. Yeah. Um, also, your ass saying. is great. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you can have more of I it miss in your a couple ass. months. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, it's coming. Yep. Um... Right, but yeah, Tiny Tales still coming out January January twenty fourth. And um, oh, did you read that the um, ABU article about them talking about pull ups? No, I didn't. Tell me about it. Okay, ABU um, has heard the community. They've um, heard people asking for pull ups for years and years and years. Like, gosh, I would kill for some really cute pull ups, right? And like, I know that Bambino has tried them and they didn't go over too well because like. Uh, as ABU says in their article, um, the problem with making an adult pull-up is that you need so much support on the waist of the pull-up that it's really difficult to make it look like a cute potty training pull-up. Um, yep. And that is that is the brunt of their issue of making sure that it's, uh, you know, stretchy enough and cute at the same time um, and uh -huh. can withstand the weight of, you know, a, a wet diaper. Um, so ABU 
has been thinking about it, but we still do not have a future with pull-ups in it in sight. Very no fawning in pull-ups anytime soon. No, sad. I mean, but you can draw. The knights keep getting bigger, so I do fit in the like mm. the extra large the the extra large good knights. That's all right. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. keep that bed dry. <laughs> no, it's called going pee right before I go to bed and not drinking water for like two hours leading up to bedtime. <laughs> it's a sad, sad life, sad existence. Yeah. One of these days, the though, you'll, you'll get me to wake up wet. One of these days. Someday. Someday. Yeah. Well, I'll see you soon. <laughs> I can work on it. That's true. Very true. We'll have to have a sleepover. Um, but yeah, the next time that I'm going to see you is in our next bit of news. We're going to talk about Capcom real briefly. Um, Heck Capcom yeah! Still happening in February. Tickets still sold out. Um, but they are doing signups for events for people who are going to the event, for people who do already have tickets to the event. Um, and you can sign up for stuff like the uh, Burlesque, the Town Square, the Attendee-led events, and the Littles Louvre, which is a brand new thing that they're doing. Ooh, and that's exciting. What a name. Littles Louvre. Yeah, where you can like uh, submit some of your art to be featured in their, their gallery space. Um, I'm okay. absolutely going to be... Uh, submitting something, I just have to figure out what. Um, and Kimmy, you've got some really I've... good Princess Zelda. That's true. Wait, did I do Zelda? I know I've done well, from that franchise. Sonya. Yes, I've done Sonya. I did a piece way back in the day. Beyond the point, um, I'm excited for the burlesque. Is there anything that you're going to be taking I've... part in? I didn't. I didn't go to the burlesque. Well, hopefully we'll be in the town square. Hopefully you and I will be running a table in the town square together. Hawking oh, yeah. goods. Yeah. And I won't be taking part in the burlesque at all, um, but I will hopefully be taking part in the town square, the attendee led events and the Littles Louvre. Um, it's going to be FawnCon 2024. Sorry. Rebranding. FawnCon. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, town square. Am I invited? Of course! Oh my gosh, you are in the click. Um, you're getting free tickets for life to FawnCon. Sweet, um, sweet. Now I can be a bitch. <laughs> I'm already in. Yeah. You're done winning me over. Now this is the real you. <laughs> well, you've read my work. That's, that's the real me. That's what I'm really like. I'm evil to the core. Okay, yeah, I'm turned on. Um, <laughs> yeah, Town Square, I'm going to be selling some things that I've drawn that um, myself and uh, Pizza Bagel and Juicebox and Cuker and a couple of other artists have all put together. Uh, some things that I've sewn as well. And, uh, of course, as Kimmy mentioned, there will be published books by Kimmy yeah! on the table. Yep. And I'll sign them if you want me to. And if you sign up for me, can I ask for you to also blow me a kiss? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll give you a kiss a... through any delivery mechanism you want. <gasps> so you mean I can ask for a real kiss, too? Oh, yes, please. Like, li no, listen, legitimately, the kiss you and I had in the shadow went against the projector screen before Dear Jazzy Live last time. 
That's a cherished memory. I'm going to hold on to that one forever and ever and ever. Because we kissed and then the whole crowd was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do take two? Uh, yeah. I mean, but now we've got to escalate. So I don't know what we're going to do. You going to do a full okay. on dip? No, I'm kind of thinking the scene from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you going to use a microphone? Like, what are you going to, from the nipples? <laughs> uh, it's There's something called a strap-on. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, but... I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you can just strap one on. Incredible. Do you, um, do you like the fieldos? The insertion I've as well as strap? I've never tried one. <laughs> I don't strap often enough. Um, to like, you know, have equipment of my own. So whenever I go play, it's always the other person who just has a strap on. You know what I say about you and your boy? Uh huh. We're getting there. Baby steps, baby steps. And I will recount it baby on the steps, show why I'm steps. saying baby steps. And then the, I'm sure a couple <laughs> of people will laugh and be like, funny, what the fuck are you doing? Um, right after I let you know. Uh, back to the thing that I'm reading off the screen about Capcom and Capcom updates. Jazzy is going to be signing the Jazzy Padding Power cards that are brought to her at Capcom. Where she's really cute on this this um, trading card game, like trading card fighting game card. Oh, And there, I have, oh, I I saw have that one that one. goes along with it, where it's the little characters with their hand uh, hands done up for the, the matching hand heart. When you put the cards beside each other. And I'll also sign Fawny cards. I forgot to say. Adorable. You're adorable. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also very silly. I'm a silly Billy. Um, I was telling you about this earlier. I am playing the long game of getting my boyfriend on board with kink and BDSM. Because like, you know, teaching old dogs new tricks and everything like that. Um, and also vanilla is a great flavor, is, but it's it not is. the only flavor. No. And um, he's had like 20 years of fairly vanilla experience. I don't want to just throw him into the deep end of kink. No, I want I would like to show him the pool and then take him back to the house uh-huh. and then come out and get him to kind of feel the water for a second with his hand to make sure it's a good temperature mm-hmm. and that's not going to like jump out and bite him and then take him back in the house and then bring him and out then and you bite him. his little toe in and show him that it's not going to like you know ruin his life to just have his foot a little wet and bring him back to the house and then bring him back out and just toss him in the pool oh so you are eventually just going to throw him in yeah because um just recently what I did was, uh, you know, about a year ago, I brought him to a dungeon to show him what kink looks like um, and show him how silly and how intimate it can be. And then uh-huh. not long after that, I started like gauging his interest on on different kinky things. Like, what do you think of, um, you know, being dominated? What do you think of spanking? What do you think of rope? Like the, the pretty basic yeah. entry point. Stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, the little gateways to kink, if you will. And then yeah. I washed up my cotton rope and brought it over to his place and left it in his toy drawer, 
where I keep my toy. That's it. He did not have a toy drawer until I put my toy in it. Um, and then I added my rope to the collection. And I was like, what oh, okay, the rope? interesting. It's pink. It's baby pink. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it came in pink. What was I supposed to do? You're blushing and it's adorable. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> And then after a couple of months of that rope being in the drawer, I was like, okay, I'm tying you up. Um, Because it's kind of annoying when you're like trying to hold my head as I'm going down on you. So we're getting your hands out of the way. Nice. Yeah. And I showed him a double column tie. And like, this is the sign of of a guy who's like super into subbing. Like, I was like, okay, give me your wrist. And he gave me both of them. That's a yes, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I showed him a double column tie. Uh, and then it was really cute afterwards. He was like inspecting it, being like, oh, how did you do that? Um, and I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you looking at it for? And like, you know, yoinked his hands closer to the hard point. Um, but yeah, no, he had a great time. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. So I think. Yay! Dipping his little toe into the into the water and very slowly introducing, you know, the first thing uh, went over really well. And I don't think you have to play the long game as long as I did it. Uh, no months of rope in the drawer, years of of like setting up. I'm not patient enough for that. No, <laughs> no. Uh, do not take my advice. Do not live like I do. Um, I was shy too. Okay, I was so shy. That's okay. You're allowed to be shy. Like you're blushing talking about your pink rope. It's adorable. Oh, and here I thought I was so but cool. <laughs> you are so cool. No, listen, listen. You in your hard rock, like heavy metal outfits, your fucking jacket. Oh. You're a badass. Okay, but that's like, that's the clothes. That's the fabric that I put on myself to be like, yeah, I'm tough. Sure. But you know what? It's an outward Mm. representation of your inner bitch. That's so true. Yeah, she's there. Of course she's there. She really is. I adore her. (laughs) Thank you. We had a great time. That's so true. And yeah, as I was telling I you, I was wasted. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love every bit of you, no matter what. Um, you're very cute when you're wasted. Extremely cute. <laughs> Thank very you. touchy feely. And I love that. That's true. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, right. Yeah. I was telling you over message the other day that, like, the person who uh, headlined the show that we went to. Um, was playing a show in my city for a festival. Um, and every uh-huh. time I would see an ad for it, I would just be like, mm, that, that that was the Kimmy show. I went to see this person. It's a good Kimmy. show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure was. Sure was. Um, they put on I still a great wear the show. shirt that we got. Yeah. Yeah. I, still wear the I love shirt that, that day we that we both, both that had show. it on at the same time. Oh, what, what? Oh. Yeah. Um, Oh no, that interruption was good. That was a good segue into into, yeah, 
We both accidentally wore the same shirt on the same day without talking about it. Yeah. We, like, yeah. ended up posting selfies, like, that same day. Yeah. God, I love that. Um, but, Kimmy, can I entice you Funny. in some content? Can you help me to play a game? Uh, absolutely. I love games. Yeah, you do. Uh, we did have a really good moment in the Dear Jazzy show where you popped in and we played a quick game of uh, figure out what the fetish is based on the, oh. the terminology. But we are not yeah. going to play that one again, unfortunately. That's okay. We are going I'm to be okay playing Quickfire book titles where I give you a concept, a very short concept, and you give me a potential title for it. Okay. So you're doing Dear Guesty. And I yes. know that in the future, you are having my beloved roommate Pudding on yes. the show. Are you going to be playing this game with her? With the book titles? Yes. Should I? I can. Yes. Oh, she is the most clever wordplay individual I have ever known in my entire life. Okay. Uh, do you want it so that she doesn't listen to this episode and then you compare afterwards? Uh, yeah, I can, I can tell her not to listen. Okay, great. Okay, so I'm going to start the list off with what would you call a story featuring or an ABDL story with an alien abduction featuring a predator from the hit predator film series? Okay, so it's an ABDL story with the predator. And he is abducted. Get to you. the potty. <gasps> yep. I am slapping my bed frame. That was good. <laughs> Get to the potty. <laughs> okay. Next one. A BDSM story, not necessarily just a BDL. It's a BDSM story featuring a polycule of puppeteers. <laughs> Strings upon strings. <gasps> okay. You are just breaking it. I don't know how pup, uh, how pudding's going to do. or Oh, oh. Every single one of hers is going to be more clever than mine. I freaking promise. And her talent with backronyms is staggering. Like, you could say, <laughs> I have these letters, make up an acronym for it. What does it mean? And she'll make yes. it happen. And watching her brain works is incredible. I love that girl. Yeah. Okay. Next up, ABDL story set in a diaper manufacturing and retail company's headquarters. Okay. ABDL story set in a diaper manufacturing corporate headquarters. Okay. I can do this one. I'm so fast on the other one. And now I'm not. Now I'm choking. Um, okay. ABDL story set in an office. The manufacturer's diapers. See, because I don't want to use potty again. I already used that for the first one, but like offy, office potty ticks. Um, <gasps> I do like that one, though. Like potty is such a good word. But I can't, I can't use the same one. Vice Paddington is too difficult. Like it's too, too clumsy, too clumsy. Okay, it's not necessarily a romance. Um, so I might just say pamper packers. Oof, oof. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, am I? 
I, I there's a better one out there. I just I, I can't see it in the ether. Let's see. I'm so sorry, Kimmy, but I think Office Politics is going to be the one. And you're just going to. All right. You're going to have to live I'm with not, it. And I've got. I'm not. I'm, I'm not pleased with myself for that. And I'm like, what about like cubicles? Can I do something with play pens and cubicles? But I got nothing. Mm. OK. All right. Yeah. Office um, potty ticks it can be. Yeah. <laughs> now, maybe this one will be a little better. It's a BDSM romance between a lumberjack and a werewolf. <laughs> uh, chopping at the moon. <gasps> yeah. He's hairy. She's scary. Uh huh. Split me like one of your French logs. Uh, <laughs> that one's t- not <laughs> even related. So I'm thinking you, um, hewn rhymes with me- moon, kind of. Yeah. Howling the hewn at the moon. Hewn. Did you know that cleave can be used as cleave together? It's not just to cleave as to split a thing in multiple pieces. I don't like that. You can you can cleave <laughs> a thing together or you can cleave a thing apart. Just like clip. You can clip together or clip apart. Uh, I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> For, um, showing you the 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 duplication duplication of the word clip um oh it's okay stuck on the lumberjack and the werewolf like there's there's a better one out there but i'm stumped no um do you do you watch that lumberjack on tiktok thorn bradley no no i don't i think you showed me a a clip is that correct oh no that was the that was the lady and I sent that to you specifically because of the sh- muscles in her shoulders as she turns around and throws the log. I swooned that morning. Um, um, they need to make contact okay, yeah, together. Yeah, go back nope. and watch that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here's the next one up. All right. It's just quick fire book titles. Let's go. Uh, how about an alternative reality Capcom ABDL story where Capcom is Canadian? <laughs> Diapers, eh? <laughs> Positional printing maple leaves. Um Maple Max. Um The The Great White Padding. <laughs> oh. Take off. Tape off. Tape Oh tape off! That's off, so eh? good. You win. You <laughs> win. <loser>. Tape off, eh? <laughs> okay, uh, what's next? And the last one that I've got for you is an ABDL story set on a scientific space vessel. Okay. <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> no. Don't laugh at that. That's not funny. In space, no one can see you sag. <laughs> that one's pretty good too. Now pudding's gonna kill it at this game. You just watch. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be interesting having two people from the same household playing the this game, and seeing what how differently their brain works. Oh, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, you have a book, and it has a title. And it's it called does. Life we in haven't even House. said it once. Yes, it's life in the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what you've been working on right now. So what's next for Life in the Dollhouse before it's released? Well, um, you convinced me that I didn't need one more chapter. So what's next is I'm going to start posting it online on legitfic.com, but only after I um, completely tear out and rebuild the comment system, which probably won't happen until after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is totally fine. Christmas is right around the corner. But you you, you told me that, that you were going to talk about my book. I am going to talk about your book. I would love to talk about your book. I'm just like waiting for the right moment. I would moment love for you like... to talk about what, you know. Yeah, life okay, in the dollhouse. Tell everyone about you, life in the dollhouse. So you have Kimmy the gave best the synopsis. To this story. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I I was really proud of that. Whenever whenever I was like, how do I explain this to my friend without giving them you know anything or everything? Um, to entice them to read it, I really want my friend to read it and then get back to me and you about it. Uh, so Kimmy wrote a book. She started it. Um, Quite a few years ago, actually, and then just finished it up. 2019. Um, and it was, yeah, and it was based off of, uh, you said it was based off of a, a pretty good scene that you did. So the people in this book um, are based on people that you know, people that you live with. Yes. The people that saved my life, specifically. Mm-hmm. But um, what you did was you you flipped them into the worst versions of themselves for this book. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Which is a really good take to make very interesting characters and very interesting interactions. Um, I'm trying to find, where did I mention it? Where did I drop that? I know that it was in a DM between the two of us. Yeah, it is. But you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You might have um, so, Did you find it? Yeah. And I summarized it as being um, a story about a young, down-on-her-luck woman who is given the address of a house where she might get help. And it's not the kind of help she expects. Because in order to grow and heal, she has to start from rock bottom in this strange family. Yep. It's a really good synopsis. Uh, so anyone who follows The Usual Bet or me online probably already knows that part of my story. Um, where my ma marriage fell apart and I fled the state and things were really bad and I might not have survived if it wasn't for Sophie Starling offering me a spot to crash on her couch for the weekend. And we just celebrated the five-year anniversary of that weekend about a month ago. It's been a very long weekend. <laughs> And I don't think my life would have been as good if you didn't crash on that couch for the weekend. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you. Um, one of the things that keeps me going is every now and again, I'll get a message from somebody who says something like that. Like, you've really helped me. Like this story that you wrote, this post that you did, this encouragement that you gave in the chat room really made an impact and really made things better for me. And that... My divorce took two years, like mm -hmm. it dragged on for two full years. And in the darkest moments of that legal morass, um, messages like that are what kept me going. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense. I've never been through a divorce. Like I've only been through, you know, terrible breakups before. I've never been through a divorce. I have no idea what that's Don't like. Don't do it. It sounds Don't like recommend hell. it. It no, sucks. It sounds Yeah, I don't envy you. Um, but let's talk about life in the dollhouse, which I do envy you for having that scene in the first place. (laughs) You wrote some really hot stuff in there. You are welcome here at Fort Starling anytime, and Mm -hmm. uh, I will fuck you up. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sold. Um, <laughs> looking at flights oh, right really now. easy on your last time. That's true. You did. That was fun. Um, but let me tell the audience that uh, life in the dollhouse is full of dollification, humiliation. Uh, it's got some non-con elements. Actually, a lot of non-con elements. Uh, it's got bondage, pet play, diapers, age play, and diaper use. Uh, and it's packaged nicely in a book that made me feel real emotions. Yeah, sorry about that. Wrote, Not sorry. As I wrote to my friend, I said, fucking Kimmy got me again. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read my second book, did you? Um, it's I did Little not. Choices. Oh, honey. That's still, I feel, my best work. Okay, and that's on legitfic.com? No, actually, I haven't posted it there. It's still only on okay, Daily that's so Diapers. Fair. Okay, okay. I guess I'll have to. But like, when I post it, when I post it on Legit Fic, I'll send it to you. Okay. Thank you. Since you can, you can read it in like an afternoon. That's true. <laughs> no, I mean, it'll be like two hours. Um, okay. But let me ask you about what are some of your favorite things from the past few months? Like, what have you been able to do that's just like stuck around as a, as a cool th- or good thing that you did? Uh, well, Joe came and visited me, and we went to a concert. Mm. That was fun. You know me and live music. I love live music. Um, we saw... I bought a shirt. <laughs> I know I bought a shirt. <laughs> oh, no. I... oh, yeah, it was Royal and the Serpent. I fucking love Royal and the Serpent. I've seen Royal and the Serpent. This is my third time seeing her. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar, yeah. but uh, I'm going to have to add that to my list, writing that down right now. Royal and the Serpent. I'll send you some tracks. Thank um, you. You already know her. Anybody who spends time on TikTok uh, heard her song Overwhelmed. That was the one that went viral and got her out of a bad place. And um, this goes into the discussion of good art comes from pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is where I say something horrible and awful. I love Royal and the Serpent. I love her like in my heart of hearts. She writes really raw, angry, hurt music but she went viral her life got better mm-hmm. she got yeah. off drugs and now her music is more chloe's speed than my speed okay yeah and that's okay got a little too i'm light really glad she's doing well. well she's still writing like hard-hitting songs but now it's about um, equality and uh, egalitarianism and um, like one nation underdogs is a really good one that's about being queer. Uh, 
but it's uplifting rather than um, bleeding out all over the pavement. Yeah. No, I totally get that. I wish yeah, I had you're an into metal. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Some indication <laughs> of where my life is or, or what, I, what I'm into. I'm certainly not a masochist. Fuck you. Um, anyways, so unfortunately, whenever Discord is like recording you, it doesn't let your laughs come through. And it actually really upsets me oh. that I don't hear all of your laughs because they're precious. Oh, oh thank yeah. you. Your Discord audio gate sucks. It's gatekeeping me. <laughs> it's gatekeeping you from keeping me and, and fucking girl bossing me. It's true. Um, but Kimmy, I could use a little bit of your help with answering some questions from the Dear Jazzy Questions channel. I love the need advice. doing the question and answer. Yeah, the people need advice, and we are here to give them a little bit of advice. Um, awesome. First. First question comes from Princess Jill, and uh, Jill, she, her is asking, Dear Jazzy and uh, Fawny, which is going to be changed to Dear Guesty and Fawny, uh, I recently tried out Shibari with a close friend of mine after discussing it for a while. I was wondering if you had ideas of additional kinks I could consider exploring based on my enjoyment of Shibari. Thanks. Okay. Well, you just introduced somebody to Shibari. Where are you going next? Uh, we're definitely going femdom. Femdom first. Nice. Yeah, that that sounds like he's really going to enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way that his face lights up when I'm like, yeah, so I'm going to use a little bit of rope and then have my way with you. Precious. Absolutely. Oh, I want to meet him sometime. Mm -hmm. He's pretty cute. He might not survive me, though. I'm a no. lot. He's also uh, painfully vanilla at the best of times. So <laughs> <laughs> I corrupt him simply by being in the same room. So it sounds like what Jill is asking is a non-romantic, uh, sexual but not necessarily sex, playtime with a platonic play partner. And I encourage this. Um, I feel like we, as, um, a culture should normalize kissing our friends. Kissing is great. It feels good. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. And you can tell a good kisser from a bad kisser. So hmm. I think it's perfectly okay. It's perfectly normal and it's admirable to have a kinky play relationship with somebody you're not necessarily in a committed relationship with. This kind of casual play is a good thing. It's not for everybody. I'm not saying that if this makes you feel uncomfortable that you're bad and that you should change. I'm not saying that. Some people have an incredibly monogamous heart and this just won't make sense to them and that's okay. But I feel like a lot of people are limiting themselves in a way that they don't necessarily mean to because of the frankly puritanical Western society that we all grew up in. So you've done a little shabaring. The thing you need to ask yourself is what did you get out of the shabari? Because ultimately kink and play is about emotional experiences. 
And you need to look at what emotions those actions made you feel. If the joy came from a feeling of helplessness or a feeling of permission or a feeling of closeness um, or for me, a feeling of fear, then those are what you want to explore more of. The thing you need to be careful of is the t term climbing the curve. Are you familiar with this, Bonnie? I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. It's okay. No, 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 no. Um, so climbing the curve is the same thing that happens to any addict. You get a good feeling, and now you're chasing that feeling. And now you have to do something more and more and more extreme, because every time you reach that feeling, you find a new ceiling. And one of the things you need to be careful about is not going too extreme. Make sure you pace yourself. Make sure you understand what you're doing and why, and not just chasing that high. So communication is key. Discuss what feelings you're having, what feelings you want to have, what you're going to do to safely explore those emotions, and talk about what you want to do together. Shibari can lead into uh, sensory deprivation play, sensory deprivation play. It can lead into impact play. It can lead into um, CNC scenes. Like, there's a lot of fun that you can have from the starting point of Shibari. That's true. Um, I'm a big fan of adding in, like, chastity and denial in the mix. Oh, God, that's like my least favorite. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, babe. It's all right. <laughs> I just, I like being in control sometimes, you know? You sure do. Yeah. Um... <gasps> Was Come that here, a kitty? Baby. That's my kitty. Come here, baby. Is that his geets? That's my skeets. <sighs> She's I'll be old. excited to see skeets again. Yeah, and I've got yeah. Snarty in the background somewhere over there being orange. Um, <laughs> but I do have bed. one more. Uh, I think that was a, a fantastic answer to Jill. And I do have one more question uh, from from the Dear Jazzy fans. Um, if you don't mind helping me out with a little more advice. I would be delighted to. Mm -hmm. uh, this one reads a hey, jazz cast. I got some folding cots recently since I have some guests staying over soon and a guest room can only go so far. And then I realized Oh, goodness, these are basically adult-sized kindergartner naptime mats that have a, the plushness of a decent mattress. Going on with this very specific vibe, what are some other objects I could go for that complete this very specific small vibe at home for myself? You know, the feeling of being a step above daycare but still in need of naps and such? Thanks, from Catpuff, professionalwish.com sex toy reviewer. <laughs> and, uh, There's a dangerous adds, profession. <laughs> P.S. The mats make for fantastic pillow forts. Oh, that's fun. Well, that's mm -hmm. the first thing I was going to recommend. Lots and lots of pillows and big yeah. stuffed animals. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like having those sorts of fun stimulus toys or fun fidget toys uh -huh. at home. Like, uh, at your house, you had those maze balls. The labyrinth 
My marble spheres? Run? Oh, 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 yeah. oh, Sophie's collection of, of the three-dimensional mazes. Yeah. yeah. Those were fun. Those were yeah. like, this is a toy, but also a sophisticated adult could own this. Absolutely. And she's absolutely a sophisticated adult. Uh, absolutely ignore the fact that she doesn't own any panties. <laughs> Who needs them? <laughs> Hers are literally locked away in a glass case. Yo, what? For real? For real. So one of the things she did was one day on uh, the Patreon, the Discord, she popped off with, gosh, but the Tykeables training pants, they're so good. They could basically be underwear like every day, but they're so expensive. Like, and somebody in the chat, and I don't remember who, so forgive me. Uh, said, well, how about this? I'll buy you a pair of it, but you have to cut up one of your pair of panties. <gasps> oh, that's good. And she did. And then somebody else did. And then somebody else did. And before you knew it, she was out of panties. <laughs> <laughs> so she kept, oh, like, I think, three pair and bought a glass display case. Which is where they live, and it's locked. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. I'm putting that away into my my little um, my little locker of ideas to use on people later. <laughs> I've got a friend who um, lives just on the road who would probably have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Make them sacrifice things in your name. True. Very true. Uh, okay, but the very specific vibe, other objects that complete this very specific small vibe of being a step above daycare, but still in need of naps. Uh, those mazes are good ones. I like um, blocks. I'm yeah. a big fan of having stacking blocks on hand, and then you can just stack them. True. Or like Lego building blocks in general. Oh, Lego. Uh, That's a great one. Have a bin of Lego. Yeah. And are photography uh, coffee table books not just picture books for adults? You know, that's a really good point. I only own one coffee table book and it's pretentious as fuck. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a picture book for adults. <laughs> it, is. it is. I only yeah. own... Um, an illustrated copy of John Milton's Paradise Lost. Mm -hmm. It's that so really pretentious. Beautiful. It is gorgeous. Yeah. That's why I bought it. It's absolutely gorgeous. But if I leave it on display, people think I'm stuck up. <laughs> I, I would never think that because I just I know you too well. I've seen your underpants of choice. <laughs> Um, another good one might be a little, um, little fridge with Capri Suns juice boxes. <gasps> yes. I was also going to go on the, on the topic of, uh, drinking out of things, having a, uh -huh. like one of those, um, tumbler style cups with the lid and the straw that comes out of it. That's just an adult uh -huh. sippy cup. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, big things. Because the size of the object will make you feel smaller. Big stuffed animals, big pillows, 
um, the mm -hmm. big mazes, big books, the big picture books. Um, these are the kinds of things that are going to give you the vibe that you're looking for. Or like those really, really deep couches where like you sit down on it and if you want to sit against oh. the back, your feet have to be off the floor. So, um, Fawny, I'm going to tilt my camera right now, down a little you? bit. Oh, here we go. Oh, I love the texture of that. That is extremely toddler. It is so comfortable. You are it's, currently it's... sitting on the deepest couch <laughs> or deepest chair I've ever seen. And it's in this like oversized corduroy texture with the ripples. And it's, it, it, it spins. It spins? Yeah. Girl, and what it's, it's, year it's are you living sized. in? It's the, it's the year of Kimmy. Uh, <laughs> it's perfectly sized for two people to cuddle in and read together. Oh. One of the things that oh. Joe and I like to do, we read comic books. Oh my God. I could not be more yeah. in love with both of you. <laughs> You're like my OTP. We're the, we're, the, we're so straight. It's gay. Yes. <laughs> the straights are kind of okay sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well see we had this uh we had this topic on the usual bet because i'm not straight i'm um i'm pan but yeah i'm currently only in one relationship and that's with joe who is straight and so i look straight it's your straight passing babe I'm straight passing, but we when when I'm erasing uh, the pansexuals as we speak. It's true. It just happened. We're gone. Dead. <laughs> uh, that's like the second paragraph. Do you want to read the first two paragraphs of Life in the Dollhouse? For the for the audience? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Let me I would love it if it. you did that. It's very topical. Okay. We're giving the audience a little taste. Your voice is incredible. Oh, thank you. Um, I haven't had a sip of water in a minute, so we're going to see how this goes. I've, I can also open up my Tumblr inbox if you want to answer more questions. I know I've got some in there because I've been neglecting my Tumblr. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. I'd love to answer some questions coming from your end. Uh, let's see. Uh, unfortunately, my audience won't, won't necessarily find out about it because they don't necessarily listen to Dear Jazzy. So the person who asked the question might not even get the answer. Unless you link this episode on on your Tumblr. It's true. If you want. Um, but here we go with Life in the Dollhouse. Yes. Starting off with chapter one, we're just going to read the first couple of paragraphs. The old building loomed and the small woman shivered in its shadow. Brick pillars bookended the porch with its sagging roof. A sandy brown shingle hanging down and swaying in the breeze. A mess of letters poked out of the old iron mailbox mounted to the siding to the left of the door. Yellow electric lights spilled from a smattering of broken blinds in the front window, accompanied by blue flashes and the sounds of a video game. Sabrina didn't know a thing about video games. She had always been more of a bookworm. Anne Rice was her vice, which invited mockery from her circle of friends. Well, ex-friends. Everyone had ditched her when she came out as bisexual. Or... Rather, stopped dating women. Stopped dating women exclusively. She'd never lied about being bisexual, but that was the thing about it. If you were bi with a same-sex partner, you were gay. If you were bi with an opposite-sex partner, you were straight. 
In South Carolina, being a gay man was at least tolerated, but a bi woman apparently wasn't understood. She was supposed to pick a team. The few friends she had left, mostly gay men, dropped her when she started dating Mark. Her straight friends had mostly dumped her the previous year over Bethany. And that had been a disaster on its own. Bethany was a catastrophe on two legs. Everyone warned Sabrina. She didn't listen. So yeah, by erasure right there. You did it. Yeah. Kimmy knows it all too well. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. I suppose I do seem really fucking straight with my my silly little vanilla boyfriend. (laughs) Vanilla adjacent. Vanilla adjacent now. Well, we're, 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 we're mixing. We're mixing a little flavor in there. Maybe he'll be strawberry soon. Or maybe I'm just, he's just like a little caramel ripple moment where like there's little streaks Ooh. of something else in there. You know? That sounds good. Uh, my roommate, mm-hmm. Mark, not related to the character that was just mentioned, claims he's French vanilla. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I think I might have a French vanilla. <laughs> Yeah, you were talking about answering some questions from your Tumblr. All right. I have been neglecting my Tumblr, and I feel terrible about it. I really do. I need to answer the questions because I like running an advice column. I like getting out there and helping people. Um, But this way, we'll we'll read a question, give an answer, and then I'll link. Oh, (laughs) this one's... All right, here we go. Anonymous asks, any advice... For someone considering going to their first Littles Munch. One recently started up in my area, and I've been trying to work up the courage to go. But I don't feel very good at making new vanilla friends. Seriously, how does one do that once they finish being in school? I'm several years out from undergrad, and then there was that whole pandemic. In any case, I can't imagine how socializing with new people in a setting centered around something that feels very personal and secret will go. So my current solution is just not to attend. But little space alone is so lonely. I want to make new friends. It's quite the dilemma. P.S. Pretty please write more Life in the Dollhouse if you have the time and energy ever. They got their wish for that They sure part. did. Yeah, I've got some ideas if you don't mind me going first. Please. Well, your writer, the, the question asker, sounds extremely eloquent. They sound very well spoken. I have uh-huh. no doubt they're going to be able to hold a conversation with someone um, in, you know, a vast majority of situations with relative ease. But sometimes it's easier to ask an inbox than, than it is to ask another person in front of you a question. Um, but it can be done. You can ask people questions. Sure. People Friggin' love being asked questions. Also about true. themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so my advice to you is don't have too many ex- expectations for how it's going to go. Sometimes events just suck. <laughs> but you can make them a lot better by um, asking the people around you about themselves and um, kind of having conversations where even if they don't ask you the same question back you can still add on your own experience afterwards to bring it back to yourself because some people are really bad at catching that moment of oh you asked me a question i should ask you this that also yep 
That is purely neurotypical behavior, and neurospicy individuals often miss that cue. Yes. Yeah, so um, I know that we've heard it before where it's like, oh, ADHD folks and uh, people um, in the neurospicy world um, always answer things with their own experiences. I don't think that's such a bad thing. Nope. Nope. Neuro I, I saw it said that, and we're getting off topic, we'll circle back. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw it once said that neurotypicals speak in questions that mm -hmm. aren't stated like questions, and neurospicy yeah. individuals speak in statements that invite questions. Yes. Yeah. I'm expecting you to come play with the blocks that I have put down for you. <laughs> it's um, it's a, a neurospicy individual says exactly what they think. Yeah. Without without dancing around it. Like the neurotypical so says, "Oh, I was so busy this weekend." And then the neurospicy individual or the 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 person they're talking to is supposed to understand, "Oh, what were you doing?" But anyway, um, Fawny's absolutely no, correct. It can be really easy to 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 sort of um, catch that cue because it's like, oh, you were so busy that this weekend. But I've also been called nosy, so I'm not going to be nosy, and I'm not exactly. going to ask. Exactly. Um, but you are absolutely correct. Any human's favorite topic, the one thing that they are an authority on, is themselves, and mm -hmm. everybody loves talking about themselves. Even if you think you don't like talking about yourself, it's the thing that you know the most about. And it could be rather than about you, one of your interests, but that's still about you because it's about your experience with that interest. The easiest way to make friends as an adult is to do exactly what Fawn you just said. Ask questions. When you meet somebody new, ask them questions. Ask them questions about what they like to do, what they think of this new movie that's out, what they think of, of this event that's happening, what's their favorite music, and Did they catch from the there. whole Patreon debacle with Robin raising the community to the ground? <laughs> and How do they feel Adam about Munch, XYZ personality in the community? You know, you can, I don't know, stir the pot. XYZ. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, at Munches specifically. The ironic thing about an event centered around a fetish that's not an activity in that fetish, like we're not talking, a munch is not the same as a play space. Like, when you go to a munch, it's typically in a vanilla setting, and it's in public, and you sit down and you often share a meal with like-minded individuals. And the ironic thing about being in a group of kink individuals in a public space like that, you're not actually going to talk about kink the whole time. Like, mm -hmm. it might tie into other subjects, but generally, that's your unifying point. But it's everything else. What else do you have in common? What other hobbies do you have? It's about having somebody to talk to you that you know isn't going to judge you for this one thing that you're scared of being judged about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
There's no reason to fear going because people might think, oh, my God, it's another kinkster because you're all kinksters there. <laughs> it's true. And, and the one that cracks me up. You have to ask. Sorry, what's that? What cracks you up? Uh, the, the one that cracks me up is, what if I run into somebody I know there? <laughs> That's mutually assured destruction, baby. It sure is. I'd be thrilled <laughs> to like see someone that I knew at like the dungeon or at an event or something and be like, Okay. <laughs> well, I know you. Yep. And then do the the um, little secretive nose brush, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, um, running into somebody you know is honestly the best case. Because then you already know that person. You'll only get closer. True. Um, or then you find out that your kinks are not compatible. And then you're kind of weird about it. But it doesn't have to be that way. That's a very rare, uh, very, very rare occurrence. There's a story there, Fawny. That's a story for another episode. We're coming up okay. on like an hour and a half here. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> Jazzy's going to edit it down. Oh, uh, yeah. There's going to be a <laughs> lot fine. of lost content from this one, I'm sure. Did okay. you have more questions from Tumblr? Uh, I have lots, but I'm like, it's okay. Well, I answered that one. And then I'll post that one as a link um, when this episode comes out. Okay, that sounds good. You ready for that? Uh, the outro? We can do the outro. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm going to go real quick with this one. Thank you for listening to Dear Guesty, a podcast spinoff of Dear Jazzy. Dear Jazzy is an At Odds with God production hosted by Jasmine Starshine and Fawny ABDL. Check out Jazzy and Fawny's social media links, Dear Jazzy's subscribe star link, and the Dear Jazzy merch store link at adoddswithgod.com. So join our Discord, Discord server or ask us a question. Reach out to us at dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. And Dear Guesty, that's you, Kimmy, what's your podcast sign-off tagline? Uh, generally it's ow, 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 I'm sorry. Please stop hitting me. <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> That's, that is perfect. That is the perfect way to close out this episode. Thank you everyone for listening. 